Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And our topic today has to do with biblical submission. I recently taught in Thrive on a husband's leadership, the, the role of a husband to lead and a, hus- and a wife's uh, role in supporting her husband's leadership and being a helper. And so this idea of submission came up in the teaching and surprise, surprise, there are questions about what that looks like in the day-to-day for wives. And so we just thought this would be a good topic for us to kind of work through um, specifically the idea of, you know, what does a wife uh, do or how does she submit when she doesn't agree with her husband? And so that question right there, I think is probably enough for us to talk about here for a few minutes, Bethany, and uh, hit you know, a couple of different aspects of this. Yeah. I always feel like the best way to handle it is to throw a fit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I think it's interesting to think about the the wrong ways maybe that come to mind first. Maybe ways that I've tried or many women have tried. If they don't agree with a husband's decision in marriage, you know, it's it's you kind of end up sometimes throwing a little fit, a little pity party, maybe giving a silent treatment maybe nagging to get your way, maybe just being grumpy, maybe telling everyone about it, maybe trying to get the kids on your side and say, dad's, you know, I don't know. Mm. Right? There's just a lot of ways that you can go wrong. A lot of ways to do it bad. <laughs> There's a lot of ways to do it bad. I don't think you said in there, take matters into your own hands Ooh. and, you know, make your decision happen anyway. I yeah. mean, you're right. There's yeah. a lot of ways that this could get really ugly. Right. Yeah. So I think it's a good thing to recognize even in, in your own self as a wife, which one you tend to go towards or which few you tend towards and realize like those are not the right ways that God wants us to handle when we don't agree with what our husbands are, you know, deciding. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, submission and this idea of a wife supporting her husband's lead is a good and beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And so those, all of those bad uh, versions of it right. uh, or bad responses to it are just unnecessarily ugly and uh, twisted from God's good design. Uh, There can't be two people steering the steering wheel in a car. I mean, or or there shouldn't be, right? Right. There's, there's one person. And so, uh, and God has appointed in a family unit for the husband to take the lead and for the wife to uh, function as his helper. And so there's two uh, different positions on this team. that is our family team. And if we each do our position well, then our family can uh, flourish and, you know, function the way God wants us to function. So it's a good thing. Yeah. We just need to figure out how to how to do it, especially when you don't like (laughs) what your husband is deciding. Yeah, no, that's a great point. It's it is beautiful and it works so well when each person in the marriage, when a wife, you know, speaking from my standpoint, can just say, yes, God, this is the role that you've assigned to me and you are a good, perfect God. And this is the way you set up a marriage. And I trust you more than I trust my own desires or feelings, because, you know, I might feel like I want to take over, or I might feel like I'm smarter than him in this decision, or I might feel like I know what's going to happen. And, you know, I should, I should take over here. or I should make the choice. But what I need to come back to is this is your good design and I need to 
embrace and accept the fact that I'm in the helper role and that's a good thing and that's a amazing part of the marriage and it works well when I can say that, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here and I trust that this was your right plan. Right. And I will say from a husband's perspective, as it relates to this question, what, you know, how does a wife submit when she doesn't agree? Mm-hmm. My perspective on this is I really want to know when you don't agree. Um, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. Because I welcome your opinion and your feedback and your convictions. Um, I love you and I trust you and want to hear from you. And so I guess the worst version of this question would be if I make some kind of decision and I don't even realize that it's upsetting to you. Right. Because there hasn't been good communication between us. So I think step one in answering this, we need to talk a little bit about communication. And so there's probably right ways and wrong ways for a wife to express that she disagrees or she has a, you know, a conviction that, that goes against the decision that I'm moving toward. Right. Um, but we need to talk about that. We need to have a nice quality discussion that yeah. doesn't turn into a fight and an argument and nagging and, you know, needs to be done at <laughs> right. the right time and in the right place. And and it needs to help us to land on something that hopefully we both agree on at the end of the day. Yeah, no, I think you're, you're right. I mean, whenever there's been decisions that are coming up, and, and it's funny, if it's a small thing and you're just like, oh, you know, I don't know, something tiny, sometimes we just kind of tease each other and laugh about it, but we still talk about it and then we make a decision. I don't know. Tiny things, tiny decisions. But bigger ones, big ones with more consequences, ones that are deeper and fuller, we just, we end up having some really good conversations. And I think for me, I, uh, it, because I talk fast and have a lot of thoughts, it's good for me to even plan or to ask you when a good time is and like plan ahead on it, not just come up with my immediate thoughts to the situation, to pray about it ahead of time and say, so, you know, and say, hey, a couple, you know, tonight we're going to talk about this and be thinking about it throughout the day. But just to bring up, hey, this is what I see as a problem. You know, this is what I see as a possibility here, or this is, I was leaning in this direction because of these reasons. And, you know, you're always good at listening to me, asking further questions and then I want to hear why you're headed a certain direction or why you think one decision will be better over the other. And, you know, this is back and forth. Remaining calm is always huge. Just, you know, remaining calm and just listening to each other. Um, I'll just say you have so many different strengths than me that you and you think so differently than me that I get a fuller sense of the picture when I hear your side and your thoughts and your, you know, kind of the way God's gifted you to think through scenarios and decisions. It's different than me. And so it's like, oh, wow, I didn't I didn't bring that into my own thinking. Let me add that into now how I'm thinking through this this concept or this decision. Communication is key in this. And we need to be able to go back and forth and really understand each other. That's just a fundamental component of a good relationship. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, there is a leadership structure in a marriage. And so right. if a husband ultimately needs to make a decision that his wife doesn't agree with or doesn't like or whatever, this or that, despite your best efforts at communication, mm-hmm. then at the end of the day, that decision still needs to be made. Right. And and so then what? 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. So then I think I have an opportunity to honor the Lord. I'm laughing because it's just, it is. It's like you're at this crossroads. Okay, we've talked about it. I've made my point. He's listened. We've had this discussion. Now I'm at a crossroads. The decision is made. And if it's not the one I was leaning towards, I can either really just make it uh, uncomfortable for both of us, make it a problem, cause a scene, whatever, whatever, all the things. Or I can say, I'm going to follow his leadership and I'm going to get on board. And sometimes that takes a bit of work. I mean, sometimes I'm going to God and saying, God, help me. Like, I I don't like it. I don't want to do it. I'm not with it. Or I don't see why, whatever. But God, help me because I want to honor my husband. Mm-hmm. I know, I know your the Bible is clear that for me to be a wife that honors God, part of that is following in respectful, in a respectful way, the decisions you make. And so I've got to get myself there through the Lord's help. I'm not just saying like muster up the, but you know, I need to really be praying about it. I really need to really say, God, I'm going to trust you and follow him. Help me to get on board and to make this a joy, make this decision a joyful one and not one that is painful. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to illustrate this and Mm -hmm. maybe give some specific examples, we thought of two instances in our marriage over the last couple of years, I guess, that illustrate uh, an instance when I pulled the trigger on a decision, uh, one in which it turned out to be a good decision. Yep. Yep. And uh, you you went along with it. And Mm -hmm. then another... That was, well, it's debatable whether it was a good decision or a bad decision. <laughs> it was bad. No, I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> and you went along with that one as well. Yes. And so let's kind of talk through these examples okay, to, yeah. to flesh this out a little bit. Okay. Which one do you want to do first? Um, I, I think the, the decision about the schooling. Okay. Okay. So for this first decision, uh, we had this opportunity. One of our kids, she was right on the cusp of going into either kindergarten, and we we just were not feeling sure that she could handle. I don't know going into kindergarten at the young age. Her birthday was so close; she was on the young side. Mm-hmm. And I remember you thought of sending her to TK and not sending her to kindergarten. Well, I I just remember thinking, oh, but she's technically old enough to go to kindergarten, and. If she goes to kindergarten, we've got this perfect schedule with the other kids, and this is what I've been planning on. And, you know, I have all these reasons more, of course, why I thought that that would be better. And um, we ended up discussing it. It was kind of a faster decision. I mean, it was, we still discussed it, but we had to kind of make the decision quickly and uh, decided to wait. I don't know, you know, what what more do you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I was just... Uh, pretty clear in my mind that yeah. that I wanted for her mm-hmm. to uh, not go into kindergarten, but to do the TK route, and that was going to be best for her, for our family, and and so we talked about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you were kind of pushing back, and I was like, "Look, we yeah, got to do this. Right, we're doing right. it." Yep. And you know, to your credit, you went along with it. You supported it. Yeah. You didn't hold a grudge. Right. You know, and. Now, a few years later, we can look back and see, man, that was like uh, really good that we ended up doing that. Yeah. And there were ramifications to the decision, meaning like we had two drop-offs and two pickups and different school times, two different schools. It made, you know, with a toddler napping. And I mean, it made the day-to-day a little bit, we could say, quote, 
unquote tougher for me as the mom kind of managing the schedules. And so maybe that was part of the decision where I was like, oh, you know, but um, as we got into the year and as we see her later on, we I am confident. I'm so, I'm so glad we did that. I'm so happy with that. It was the right decision. You know, it was hard to see then and I was a little unsure about it, but wow, I'm, I'm glad we went along with it. And I'm glad I didn't whine to you or fight you or complain or yeah. I don't know, just yeah. make it, you know, miserable. Totally. Yeah. And we both now we're thankful that that's what we did. Yes. Right. Yeah, totally. Now this other example, we're not necessarily both thankful that that's what we did because this other one, we recently went camping with a group of people thrive Uh and you know, it was like, do we go tent camping with our four children and us and run the camp or do we get an RV a little more comfortable or more space? We can host some meetings in there. That'd be great. Well, I didn't, I I wasn't convinced (laughs) that we ought to spend the money for an RV. And Mm -hmm. I thought a tent is fine. It's two nights. We'll be okay. It's not a big deal. We're going to rough it, mm-hmm. you know, in Southern California camping uh, for two nights in the tent. And <laughs> you expressed your convictions that you disagree. <laughs> yeah. Right. At numerous points right. in respectable ways. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, we still went the tent route. Yeah. I was like team RV. Okay. I'm on team RV. Yeah, you were. Let's get the RV. You Let's... just never got the RV. We didn't know. No. I didn't get the RV. We all slept in the tent. And I think it was that first night where I was lying wide awake with the sounds of music blasting into my <laughs> they ears. They were loud. That I thought an RV would have been nice. <laughs> I had this moment. Um, but in all, I mean, just looking at the total picture of the of camping with without the tent or with the you know with the tent and not the RV, it's like it was fine either way. It was it was a short amount of time. We saved the money. I didn't. We didn't need the RV. But at the end of it, looking back, I still think <laughs> I would have liked an <laughs> RV. Not because I'm a diva. I'm just gonna have to say that. Yeah. I can. I t- grew up tent camping. I'm fine with it. It was more so. Uh, a little bit of the privacy, running, running a whole, you know, shebang for people and getting a quiet moment away, being able to go to the bathroom in your own space. I mean, there's a, there's a few reasons yeah. that it's really nice to have an RV. Yeah. So looking back, I think, yeah, I'd still go with RV, but I'm okay that we went with a tent. I, I wasn't, I, well, I wasn't bad about it the whole time, yeah. was I? No, no, okay. you weren't. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever even told you this, but okay. you know, I had my doubts uh, throughout the the weekend, like, man, why did I do this again? <laughs> because, you know, that first night, the neighbors oh, were loud. So loud. Really loud. So loud. Loud music. I don't know what else was happening, but it was loud. Yeah. Um, and so I we woke up a bunch of times throughout the night. Oh. It was miserable sleep. Okay. Yeah. So I, I grant you that. And I'll never forget this. The next morning, I emerge out of the tent mm-hmm. and I see our neighbor across the way, a friend of ours. Yeah. Um, he emerges out of his nice, wonderful RV, soundproof, seemingly yeah. soundproof RV. <laughs> yeah. He has taken a shower uh-huh. and he has brewed in his RV and he has brewed a cup uh-huh. of coffee in his RV and he's, yes. he emerges fully dressed, having Joyful. showered with a cup, <laughs> with a cup of hot coffee in his hand. Yeah. And I'm like, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that not me? And um, I never shared that with you, but I will confess it now. But you know what? Those, that was an instance when we yeah. just went for it. And again, yeah. like that was an instance where you had to accept right. that right. and not 
again, be bitter or hold a grudge or hold it against me or right. complain about it through the weekend or exactly. whatever. Yeah. Um, because those that's the temptation with definitely being in that position of helper, which is actually unhelpful. Right. Right. To, exactly. to do those things. Yeah. So much better to come alongside and see, okay, this is the situation. I expressed clearly my convictions on this. We went a different route. What can I do now? Yeah. How can I help now? Yeah. What does it look like for me to be faithful in, in this situation? Right. And, you know, I do realize this is, I, I'm not married to Jesus. <laughs> well, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not married to Jesus. And so you're not always going to, I mean, like you're saying, I thought, ooh, is this the right decision? I mean, there's going to be times like any leader in any scenario after 16 years of marriage where some of the decisions we might look back on and go, oh, we might, we might have gone this other direction. Maybe this was better, you know, but that's okay. I, that's okay to know that there's going to be some of those decisions that maybe are, I don't know, wrong is not the word, but you know, maybe a different direction than we would go now. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think we've shared it on a previous episode. I made a decision a long time ago, many years right. ago to get a dog and you disagreed. And I was like, no, we're doing this. Yep. And yep. you know what? It was a bad decision. It was, it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Which, I mean, if you have a dog, good for you. But well, for us. Yeah, maybe for you, it was great. Yes. For us, it, did, it was not. It was not. No, it did not end up being. But I, I just, I think that in these scenarios happen a lot. Some of them we can laugh about. Some of them are bigger decisions. All in all, I think about, you know, Colossians 3.18. It says, wives, submit to your husbands. It's pretty clear, pretty straightforward. And then it follows with, as is fitting in the Lord. And mm -hmm. so just as you would follow the Lord, just as you would say, okay, God, you're the one making the shots in my life. And you've said this is, you know, you put me in this marriage relationship and this is my leader. And I want to follow him because I want to honor you. He might not be perfect. Things might be tricky at times, but I want to do this as is fitting in the Lord as in someone who loves you and wants to honor you with their life. That's great. All right. Well, thanks for listening. All right. Talk to you next time. See ya.